Yeah, we can do that and just turn this one off. No, it's too bright. Get in the mood, baby. <laughs> Why do you sound like that dog from Oliver and Company? <laughs> Welcome back. <coughs> Welcome, Welcome back. back. <laughs> <laughs> I accept. Welcome back. Bienvenidos a Quien Quiere Chicle. I'm your tia Stephanie. And I'm your tia Brenda. We're here with the volume up now. Hopefully. Yeah, we're so sorry. I don't know if we... The last episode was a little bit quiet, so we're so sorry if you had to turn your knob... <laughs> All the way up. That sounded dirty. And then you were scared by the next podcast that came on. It's like, like, thanks for listening. And then the very next song is like, Turn the beat around. (laughs) Whatever shit you were ashamed to listen to the night before. We're better now, I think. We've we've learned from our ways. So I've had a shitty couple of weeks. The holidays were okay, but then it just kind of went downhill from there. So I'm going to start. It's expected. Yeah. It's like... We should just know holidays are going to be a bad time. I guess. I, I thought it was going to be the other way around. You know, as I a know. kid, holidays were supposed to be magical times. And now it's just like the most stressful, depressing times. <laughs> unless you really set yourself up. Like I've got to start right now, today. I know. 2023 <laughs> is where we're at right now. I have to start now in order to have a good Christmas 2025. <laughs> Be there and be square. <laughs> yeah, you have to work your way through I think it. I'm just going to like swear off any functions for the Good next three luck. years. <laughs> Good like You're just going to have to fake your own death. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's a way to do that. We'll Sell Google. my house. We'll Google it. Move to Mexico. <laughs> just live off the land. <laughs> Pablo Escobar has some money still somewhere, I hear. Yeah. Speaking of, I know that you've recently had some successes yeah there's this game called smite and it's on like on pc and like every console and they had the world championships here in our town for this year and it's the first time they've done it since covid with with like fans in the arena and we got to go and see them play game the games live you know and they had a cosplay contest that i entered and i got second place yeah you did (laughs) I'm so proud. I'm 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 coming into this podcast recording today freshly seeing Brenda's costume and learning that she won second place. Like it apparently like this there's a lot of people. There's like over 2500 people there. Wait. Yeah. 2500, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of people. And hundreds of thousands watching online. Oh, and yeah. exactly that's what I was going to say <laughs> next. Streaming. This was like a a large legit recognized tournament yeah i had never heard of smite i i like to lightly play video games but never quite competitive i'm an overwatch girl going to one of those tournaments and seeing like being there in the energy of it all yeah rooting for your team yeah like there's just so much life in that and it's just the way of the future your tia stephanie approves <laughs> if you want to play video games Juega tu pinche Nintendo. No I mean, the, the top prize was like 300 grand for the, like the winning team. Got 300 grand. Yeah. How much? $300,000. What, what are we doing? I know. So you dressed up as um, Oogie Boogie. Yeah. It was like the Oogie Boogie um, like skin for this character. It looks good. <laughs> we need to post that clip. If you if you're listening to this after you finish listening to our 30 minute segment, just take two <laughs> seconds. Go to our Instagram and like the uh, video that we're going to put up of Brenda flaunting her stuff. In her, oh, no. what's the actual character's name? Because it's not Oogie Boogie. No. So the character is Jean Cui, and it's like one of the gods that you can play. And they have the skin is called Stitch Horror. So it's Ooh, not nice. it's not like exactly Oogie Boogie. They made like some alterations so it doesn't like, you know, Disney. Right. right. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. okay. I was wondering about that when I first saw it. Yeah, it's a little different. So people are like, oh, that's just Oogie Boogie. Like, it's not though, because I, I have an Oogie Boogie costume that I made and I had to alter it. So did you have you ever done cosplay before this? I have done a cosplay of Elizabeth from Bioshock. Oh, yeah. Wait, is that the little girl? No. Like, okay. she throws like, I have the, the game. I've never finished thing. it. I'm so sorry. It's so good. I know. And now they're going to make like a, either a movie or a show out of it. As long as they do it like The Last of Us is doing it. We'll see, man. <laughs> because there I, have been lots of failed video game 
uh, franchise. Right. Like, you know, yeah. As long as Netflix movie. doesn't touch it. Yeah. Then I think we're okay. We'll see. And like seeing The Last of Us gives me so much hope, but it's like all these other ones have failed so miserably. I'm have like, you seen The Last of Us? Yeah, we just started. Oh, I haven't started it yet. Oh my God. But part of me is just like, I have such a bad reputation for starting and never finishing games. So now oh, okay. like I'm reluctant to start new games, especially if they're really good. So I haven't played The Last of Us because don't, we don't do PlayStation. Mm. So but It's not I, on Xbox? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Okay. It's a PlayStation exclusive. Ooh, or I'm gonna it have was. To bring it. I'm going to have to bring it. We'll just yeah, play it I'm together. Yeah, I'm down to play it. I'm down to play we'll it. Or watch. Turns I did. Level. I did watch somebody play it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but. I mean, I think it's so funny that we're like in our mid 30s. We're still dressing like in costumes and doing our makeup. Yeah. We did like the Dia de los Muertos. Well, that's more cultural. So, but some people would look at it and be like, oh, it's a cute costume. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> this is rich shit. This is what I spend my money on. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't care. I have no shame. Yeah, but you won second place. Yeah. And we don't have to say how much it was, but you won a monetary Cash prize. prize. Yeah. That's awesome. And a trophy. And a trophy and i got a picture with like one of the like og casters which was really cool i have to say that this is this is one of the perks of not having children and just being a thea is like you get to do this shit well not to say that parents can't do it but yeah yeah you get to win a trophy for yourself and you don't have like a toddler being like (laughs) i want a trophy you get to keep that put it i can spend that money on all the other costumes that I want. <laughs> on new video games. New video games. And on tacos just for yourself, on alcohol, <laughs> on more of the uh, diet smoke gummies. <laughs> I'm actually going to spend it on our next trip. We're going to Houston next month. How did you pick Houston? So it's not what you think. It's not like a vacation, like like a trip that we chose to do. <laughs> We're going because one of my favorite Broadway performers is doing his own show there. Like so, a one-man show? Yeah. Like so he grew, he grew up in Corpus Christi. So he's doing um, he's performing with the symphony orchestra there. And he's doing like the best of Jeremy Jordan that night. <laughs> he kind of looks like a Muppet. What? Josh, Josh calls him a Muppet, but What's I think that's name? just because he's jealous. What's his name? <laughs> Jeremy Jordan. So he's going to be doing, it's just like, he's just doing a one-man show? Pretty much, yeah. He's just like performing all all of his songs and like popular songs of his with the symphony orchestra. That's interesting. Are these performances that get pretty popular? Um, yeah, I mean, they're sold out. Wow. So I'm picturing like a, like almost like a concert. Yeah, like a concert. He's a good storyteller. Okay. Yeah. And he tell he like weaves in stories about himself and like. He has a really good story on YouTube about how he saved The Greatest Showman. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would kill to see the footage of the demos that he did playing, like singing the parts of The Greatest Showman. Is he? Because it's not on YouTube. Is he a gringo or is he Latino? I mean, his name is Jeremy Jordan. (laughs) I'm pretty sure this is a stage name. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shit, let us know how how it goes. How long are y'all going to Houston for? Just the one night. Just to see him. In and out. <laughs> you're not even going to stay? Are you going to stay? Oh, yeah. We're going to okay. stay. We're going to stay one okay. night. Okay. Well, look at you. You're you're so... I love how dedicated you are to the art of theater. You know, you took me to go see In the Heights in person. Yeah. And that was... Or, or I'm sorry. I should say the In the Heights in, in the theater. Like, not the movie. The On actual stage, play. Yeah. And it was wonderful. We were so hungover. Yeah. But it meant I meant I don't even know how it. we got there. I, like, honestly, <laughs> legally, we probably shouldn't have been there. It's not like we were drunk, but it's just, you know, I mean, you, we might have been. <laughs> maybe that's what it was. Oh, I was so physically miserable. It but was, yeah. The music, the acting, the energy, your mom making me nervous, like all of it kept <laughs> oh, me going. Oh, my mom was there. <laughs> oh, God. It was great. Okay. So with um your trip to Houston, though, make sure that you try to eat something interesting while you're out there don't just go to like burger king no yeah that's the we only have some stuff that's some the stops, only thing yeah. about houston that i ever feel like i have something to look forward to is like the, the food yeah well it's, it's such a cultural melting pot yeah i took a dna test and i know Shut up. I wait wait why was this not like a whole <laughs> episode no i just I, I just got the results in like two days ago oh my god and it took like weeks i had a spit in a tube and send it in the mail it i want to do that too it was it was pretty cool now i was 
not 100% surprised, but it was still really interesting because my sister had taken one before me. So I had an idea already. But your girl is a 40-something percent indigenous. (laughs) Surprise, (laughs) surprise. And I'm 40-something percent uh, Portuguese uh, European. Okay. uh, Spanish Portuguese. And then there was like 7% African. I'm just all about the culture now. I just want to raise, I'm one of those people who's just like, yeah, I have like 0.3% yeah. ga, 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 Guyanese. No, Ghanese. I don't know how to, I don't know what it is I yet. I know what you mean. Yeah. I, I'm one, I'm like 0.02% Nigerian. You're like, Nigerian. body over here? Like, I'm Japanese. Oh, is that, <laughs> and I'm ready to like trek back to the motherland, learn about my culture. <laughs> now I see why people get up in arms about it because it's like, it's interesting. <laughs> my sister burst in my bubble. She's like, anything under 5% doesn't count because everybody traces back to Africa. I was like, you take your archaeology <laughs> theories and shove it. <laughs> you say Africana. <laughs> we were talking about CoStar. Yeah. Bringing it back in. Because I feel like it's just a good start to see like where we're at. Which, I, if you don't know what CoStar is, it's it's like a horoscope if you're into astrology. Yeah. To me, when I first started it, it looked very like complicated and then somebody was like, oh, yeah, I know CoStar. You know, it's, it, you know I read. I, I, read I feel th- like it's a fun app. Like, yeah. it's it's fun to, like, look at it and, like, haha. Yeah, but, like, laps. the people who are really into it will look at it and they're like, yeah, yeah, that's for babies. I'm, I'm into the real shit. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't come at me with that. Honestly, I haven't looked at mine in a few – actually, it's been a few days. I, I don't look- think I've looked at mine since the last time we looked at Good. it together. <laughs> On our very first episode, we talked about writing letters. It took me about three months, but I finally wrote you back. Yeah. You got my letter, right? I got it. It's on my desk. <laughs> oh, framed? <laughs> With a framed. picture of me <laughs> right next to it? Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Are you looking for ambitious friends? Today, something you've been working on or struggling with for some time is coming to a head, and people say they're going to do something and don't do it. Your belief that you have to do everything yourself is making you shy away from emotional depths. Go easy. Let someone be serious about their expectations. Hmm. Do shared playlist, matching socks, promises. Don't read receipts, white lies, destroy evidence. Can I see that? Give me that. Let me see this. (laughs) This has a lot of accuracies about you, I feel like. Yeah. Do you think it might be work? Could be. People say they're going to do something and don't do it. Do you feel like you are the type of person that you have to do everything yourself? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what happens if you see someone else doing it? Um, I guess the only example I can think of is like my job. I feel like if somebody were to take over my account, I'd be worried they'd be like, what was she doing? Like, <laughs> She didn't know what she was doing this whole time. <laughs> mm. Well, it tells you here to go easy. Let someone be serious about their expectations. I don't know if that means expectations about you or themselves, but maybe it is time to relax a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And it says shared playlists, matching socks, promises. When it comes to shared playlists, I feel like you you have a really great ear for music. Like you just like all music. It's great. <laughs> I remember being here... That weekend, that Halloween weekend, I was mm-hmm. here and you were making us some food. I don't remember what you were cooking. You were cooking. I was hungover in the room. And I remember hearing like in the morning it was bad wonie. <laughs> and then one. not long after that, it was like Florence and the Machine. Yeah. And then after that it was like 1950s music. <laughs> or by, somewhere, I don't know. Yeah. It was not in that order exactly. Yeah. But it just, I just... I always have an appreciation for people who have a a wide range of music that they listen to because I have such a hard time opening up to new songs or new music, not because I don't like it, but it's just hard because sounds do change over time. Yeah. And it's hard to know like what what I feel energizes me. But then you'll bring something up. You'll share something <laughs> with me. I'm like, hell yeah, I like this. So if you're going to share your list with anybody, it's going to be me. <laughs> you need to share yours with or, me too. Or what you can do is share, share you know, the 2022 wrap-up, how Spotify yeah. does their wrap-up. You yeah. should share that <laughs> with everyone. Okay. I'd be willing to do it. Mine sucks. Mine Mine's is- a lot of Broadway. Let me read my, my daily update. Okay. Though. It says, 
the one-liner. Mm-hmm. Taking care of each other is part of taking care of yourself. <gasps> oh my god, I love that. I know, right? <laughs> On behalf of Kim Kitty Chick, I want to thank Jeremy Jordan for taking <laughs> care of us. <laughs> keeping, <laughs> keeping the show I hate you. great. <laughs> is that that's that's the the tagline for yours, right? Yeah. Well, I I'm going to keep you accountable then to oh, calm shit. the fuck down. <laughs> have a little bit of like loosey goosey fun. Okay. Josh, I'll let you do the the dishes. <laughs> that wasn't hard. I feel like that one didn't count. It has to be harder than that. Okay, okay. But what's something that would be difficult for you to like give up control on? Just oh, we'll just say between you and Josh. Yeah. <laughs> You're like nothing. The grocery shopping. Really? Okay, no, that's fair though. The grocery shopping because it's like okay. Nothing against guys, but like they don't plan out their meals. They just kind of get shit that doesn't go together. It's like, what am I going to eat with this chicken? He's like, I don't know. I just got chicken. We don't have a side for it. Yeah, I got we a d- side of pork chops. <laughs> <laughs> There's toilet paper. <laughs> you can wrap it in it when it's done. And like the avocados are like. On their way out. Yeah. <laughs> the lines are dry as fuck. Like, I can't do anything with this. <laughs> but what if what if you gave him a list? What if you said, this is the it's list? It's going to be like that list from Modern Family. It's like the, the pictures. <laughs> pictures. I haven't even seen Modern Family. I just I just knew what yes. you were talking about. It's the pictures. It's uh, like, you know, if they, if they don't have this one, get this one. It's like a little picture. <laughs> it's like an encyclopedia. Yeah. While they're in there, it oh, tells yeah. you like what to say. It's just like she gave me a different response. <laughs> what if they had, don't have you'll, anything? You'll know. You'll know. It's they're gonna feel feeling. like they're stuck there forever. Yeah. Can you come pick me up? <laughs> um, I, I've done that with Santos before. Like I, I asked him for, I asked him for a a medicine, a specific type of medicine. Oh, no. And he got me a vitamin supplement instead. <laughs> no. And I have to be nice because, like, it's my fault. I didn't tell him, like, what I was looking for. And so I don't want to be like, go back and get. I'm not going to be like that. No, I'm like, no, yeah. thank you. I, I will take this and be in pain still. But I will go ahead and take this <laughs> and just take my happy ass to, to the pharmacy and get me some extra painkillers. Oh, my God. Anyway. But, yeah, I... I I feel like I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you to let Josh <laughs> do, do the some grocery, grocery shopping. Okay. Josh, would you be up for that? Okay, then we'll take that as a yes. <laughs> That's how it is around here. You 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 can make the list, but he's got to get it. And while he's gone, you have to like play music and like <laughs> walk around here naked or something. I don't know. <laughs> something. Okay. All right. Let's move on to me, the Sagittarius. What is your? I know, I've never even asked your uh, sign. Gemini. Gemini's. I'm a Sagittarius. Wait, you have to do it like Walter Mercado. Gemini's. Uh, is that how he does it? He like does a different pose. <laughs> it goes pans over to camera too. Yeah, he pans over. <laughs> but he's <What> hermosa. <laughs> oh my god, I loved the uh, the documentary. I saw it too. I just I realized like as much of a uh, of a icon as he was i just i realized i just didn't know anything about him yeah and like uh curly from uh pero like Uh he mentioned something about him being one of the first openly um uh gender neutral asexual you know uh, I don't know what he says after that, but those two things really stuck out to me. I was yeah. like, holy shit, this has yeah. been around. Because like th- that w- gender neutrality was not a concept yeah. until not very long ago. And not to say that gender neutrality didn't exist, mm-hmm. but like just, just the conversation, the acknowledgement, this is a brand new concept. It still feels brand new to me. And so mm-hmm. to hear that lo- out loud and to be able to associate that with a person who brought like, some really like positive affirmation yeah and it almost like it brought families yeah, together like, success like so much success yeah and like I, I mean i don't know how your parents were when he was on the tv but my grandma would be like hang on <laughs> don't miss your we sign would, i would definitely wait for him to come on oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Because um, it was it was always fun. It was always like watching a performer. Like he was. You always great. were looking forward to his outfit. Yeah, his outfit, his makeup, <laughs> the way he pronounced things. And now, like, we don't have anybody like that. Yeah, we have like what's her name? I, I forget her name. The Caso Cerrado. Caso Cerrado. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. The the court the show. judge lady. Yes. <laughs> That was like, no, no, no English here. (laughs) That one. I don't know what that is, but I want to look it up. Where the girl's like, hi, how are you? She like comes in into the court. And she was like, no, nada de, how are you in my, aquí, todo en español, porque tú eres mexicana or whatever she was. That's hilarious. She was pissed. She was so pissed. I mean, I love when she puts people in her place. But the thing is, like, that's... Walter Mercado was just so... He was so, like, positive. Mm -hmm. And even though, like, his spirituality and his new aginess went against against our religious principles at the time. Yeah. It was still, like, an affirmation you were getting from the television. (laughs) And now, like, what you get is, like... What you get are, are these are these kinds of shows now, like these hosts who are just like ruthless. <laughs> you saw the video I saw, uh, I sent you, right? Yes. Porque tú tienes lágrimas de cocodrilo. Eres una desgraciada. I don't have it in, I don't have the strength in me to speak to somebody. I know. <laughs> with so many insults. And so with such I don't a, like, even a think show. I know that many insults. No, neither do I. In English or Spanish. <laughs> It would take me a while. I'd have to write it down and think about it for a while <laughs> and say it in the mirror a couple of times <laughs> to really get it under the skin. Okay, so for your Sagittarius uh, co-star, mine says distinguish between time for action and time for contemplation. I'm already stressed reading this. Oh, God. I won't, I won't give details about everything. But I will say, like, being in between jobs has made me extremely, like, um, vulnerable to to name-calling, you mm-hmm. know, and being judged by people who don't give any leeway for people to, um, whether it's, you know, taking a break, finding themselves, getting laid off or fired. Like, people don't get, care. They no, won't I say. Yeah. All they see is you don't have a job. Yeah. And your worthy points go down like yeah. two octaves. No, I know. It's awful. Um, so let me see what this is. Okay. Uh, let me see what this says. <laughs> Distinguish between time for action and time for contemplation. Do skipping rocks. <laughs> That's a really bad start. Gratitude. Forest walks. <laughs> don't... Uh, under don't it says dissolving lack of boundaries hmm, okay abstract concepts that's hard <laughs> okay but this is what it says today you're forced to let go of something <laughs> no problem <laughs> letting uh and people aren't doing what they agreed to do <gasps> no fucking way <laughs> this recording right Holy shit. So I, think I, weird. I think I just peed a little. Okay, hold on. I'm going to read this now. Today, you are forced to let go of something and people aren't doing what they agreed to do. Your belief that it's cheating to ask for help is making you use work to avoid yourself. <sighs> this literally says, take it easy. Let someone acknowledge your contributions. This month, you have to focus on how to tear down walls when your routine is off. You're not a bad person for having a private relationship with the universe. Conquer your fear and manage your focus. Your main challenge right now is to use your urge to rebel as an opportunity. challenge right now is to use your urge to rebel as an opportunity to take responsibility for your actions <laughs> taking rebellion seriously is never a bad idea but rebellion without intention is always dangerous did i not just ask you earlier if if i was being rebellious yeah <laughs> if i was being like so i don't know i don't know how far i can get into my drama without it you know 
crossing into you know private territory yeah i will i will just say i've had a lot of issues with people lately yeah who have been ugly towards me and literally have called me lazy a failure a loser and so my my confidence is not at its highest peak right now like i feel like a piece of shit right now but i mean this is so incredibly in line with some of the or i guess contradicting the the process the thought processes i've been putting myself in because when somebody calls me lazy the first thing i do is just like i want to do whatever the the whatever they are calling me whether it's lazy or something else I'm going to do whatever it takes to prove them otherwise, right? Yeah, like different. you overcorrect. And like, exactly. Yeah. And so when I was when I was called lazy a couple of weeks ago, I took the next couple of weeks and I shut down. I, I just didn't want I, – I had a hard time connecting with people, connecting with Santos. Like I, I just felt like I gave a cold shoulder to all relationships so that I could just work, 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 work. Cleaning, yeah. cooking – uh, taking on errands, taking on whatever I possibly could. Yeah, I don't think could. we talked at all. Huh? I don't think we talked no. at all. No, we did not. And <laughs> and the whole time, I'm I'm telling, I'm being driven by like this feeling of like, uh, just like being torn down. This feeling mm-hmm. of like I will never be spoken to like that again. I will never let anybody have a reason to call me something like that again. But I ended up getting like really burnt out. And it ended up causing like a a couple of arguments between me and Santos. And I had to let them know, like, this is how I'm feeling right now. I don't know what to do with my, my, my thoughts for myself right now. Yeah. Because I am in between jobs. And so that gives a lot of room for people to say nasty things about me. Yeah. Why? Why? Why do I have to submit to that? Well, I hope you know that. I don't think you're lazy and Josh doesn't think you're lazy. We you. we are we have both been there and we know how hard it is. And like I feel like for us it's also a little different being brown. Mm-hmm. Like a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of that like fear of being called lazy is no, it's not lazy though. It's worse in Spanish. Oh Huevon. my god. It's the worst. Don't ever call me that if you sleep a minute past 9 a.m <laughs> if you have if you sit down while she's sweeping <laughs> yeah if you have a laundry basket that has like three pieces of clothing in it like if you say i feel a little tired <laughs> no oh you're tired oh, oh you're, you're tired <laughs> don't let me disturb your rest god <laughs> I just, I don't know. Again, maybe this is one of those reasons why we yeah. don't have kids is because like, yeah, we're just so hyper focused on dealing with the people who are still talking shit. Uh-huh. And yeah. well, I, I guess I shouldn't say that so directly, but the world, it feels like the world is still yeah. saying the same things to me or about me. And I have made a very conscious effort to get away from that. Right. Yeah. Like and and really like I was telling Santos the other day, that particular word lazy in no place, time, or existence is that word productive. Yeah. Does that ever change anybody's concept on their work ethic? <laughs> no. Ever. Well, not in a healthy way, I will yeah. say that. Because it, it changed mine for a couple of it's weeks. It's just something that people throw around to make like not to say that we're poor but like we you know we're poor Mm. it's something that people throw around to make poor people feel bad like that's just like just like you don't know their financial situation or how they got there yeah you don't you can't just comment willy-nilly on other people's situations right and just label them of all times to take unemployment this is this is in a in a very acceptable time to take unemployment (laughs) like fucking a literal pandemic where you you can't leave by by legal decree (laughs) and i just i don't understand why why we have to even take it to those levels just mind your we're all adults here yeah you know like ultimately we're just fucking trying to survive everybody's doing their best (laughs) to survive and to also just find some happiness yeah because some people are worked to the ground and not given a single moment to just look in the mirror yeah. And and see that acknowledge that there's a person and there. And if like I know that I struggle with my job, 
because like with my mental health and my job because it's although it's easy work you know being at a computer everybody says it's easy work right but it takes a lot of mental like What's the word I'm trying to focus? Mental Concent- focus. Yeah, it takes a lot of focus. And like, it's not easy sitting at a desk for eight hours a day and like yeah. trying to solve everybody's well, problems. What you and- do, it involves like a lot of detail. Yeah. And if you, if you get, you know, loose or I guess careless maybe. Yeah. Or just overly casual. Yeah. About, you know, these things, then it could lead to a, a large ripple effect oh, of, yeah. thing, of, yeah. of bad things. Right? Which, like, you That's know, I've made, I've made mistakes. And, like, when I make <clears throat> mistakes, I, I punish myself a lot. And, like, that's part of, like, the things that I'm working on and things that I'm working through. But I feel like even now, like, a work-from-home job is stigmatized now. It's like, oh, you're just a boss babe. You just you're working from home (laughs) or wait are you saying it's a good thing or bad people see it as no people see it as a bad thing like oh you work from home you don't have a real job (laughs) some of us have to drive to work (laughs) yes okay it's like everything is everything is picked apart so like no matter what you do somebody's gonna yeah that's yeah that's my point yeah well my point is that fuck those people yeah because i i have decided that i am not gonna let people define me like that anymore yeah and what's funny is like, I don't, I don't know if I told you this, but like, you know, I was called other things amongst lazy and I was called, I was, my weight was brought up. Yeah. And I remember my mom, and when I brought it up to my mom, she was upset and she was like trying to be there for me. But the way, the way oh, she God. did that, she goes, ella no te conoció cuando estabas gordotota. Oh my God. Ella no te conoció, no sabe que tú eres hija de Dios y que los hijos de Dios siempre uh, what comes around what goes around comes around sort of the original comment was ella yeah. no te conoció cuando estabas gordotota. Yo te vi cuando estabas así y sí estabas gorda. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. And, and, I, and, and the thing is, she didn't even follow up with like, ahora estás bonita. Like she doesn't, she didn't say nothing like that. So whatever she, whatever she said, I know that she was trying to uh, encourage me and affirm me. Yeah. In her own way. In her own way. Odd way. Odd way. Whatever. I received it sort of. <laughs> but it, it did obviously make me a little bit more discouraged than encouraged. And oh, yeah. I think after hearing her, even though it wasn't her intention, it was. It still made me feel like a shitty person after hearing what this yeah. other person said. I, I am deciding that going forward, aunque me vean fea, gorda, whatever, I don't care anymore. Yeah. I'm gonna do what I feel is best for me, and and my little bitty household of 650 square feet. <laughs> I'm going to say what I believe mm-hmm. and and I think that I think over the past few weeks like it's really made made me um focus in on establishing a belief a foundational belief in mm-hmm. myself because I think over the past several years <clears throat> the further I got away from religion the the more wishy-washy I kind of felt about life in general. And mm-hmm. it's sort of just like whatever, What what's the saying? Um, uh, if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. Oh, right. And I kind of felt like I was in that boat, not in a proud way, but I'm at a point mm-hmm. now where it's just like, you know what? People are, people are going to say shit. Yeah. And I, I think at this point, I don't give a shit. Your tia Stephanie, don't give a shit. You say whatever you want. You can talk about how fat I am, how lazy I am, how, you know, my hair is not as thick as it used to be. <laughs> I don't care. How I have a zit on my face <laughs> exactly. and I'm 33 how? years old. <laughs> so today I was thinking, like, I was looking in the mirror, I had my chonies on, and I was looking at my butt. <laughs> Okay. okay. I I've always had this one dimple on my butt that was just like a perfect perfect little circle. Okay. It wasn't too pronounced. It was just like a cute little dimple, right? And, and if you follow our Instagram page, we'll have them. <laughs> just kidding. the OnlyFans. The only <laughs> no, Diaz only. We're the, the Diaz only. No, we're not. Doing that. Anyway, <laughs> the OnlyFans would be someone toes, no. honestly. Just a plowdy we. Anyway, so I, I I looked in the mirror and I and I said to myself, this used to be a little a little dot, 
And now it just looks like a sad face, <laughs> like a frown. Like, what? When did this happen? No. The little dot on my butt is just a frown. But you know what? I don't care. This is this is this is just who I am. I am I am I'm going to be labeled one way or another. Exactly. I might as well feel good about myself in the process. Yeah. That's the message of the day. <laughs> I feel the same way. I mean, I'm not going to compare what happened to me what happened to you, the same as what happened to you. If you had but- the same emotions, you're allowed to. <laughs> That's what I said. I mean, I was very upset just because I guess I don't really care who knows or what like really it's only the people that already know so it's not a big deal it's probably about 10 of my friends and family members mixed together so thank you same same thank thank you shout shout out thanks ben (laughs) to the host it's a certain person who's had a certain uh weight of influence in our life it's like our reaction time is a little bit slower. Pun <laughs> what? What did I say? Pun a certain weight. Oh. <laughs> a certain amount of influence in our life. It, it, my reaction time is slower to those people. Yeah, and I realize it same. comes from fear. Yeah. Uh, fear of like what they say or my relationship being affected. This is somebody that I've known my entire life. I don't want to say something to change our relationship, which is going mediocre. Oak <laughs> i wish i know what you mean i wish podcasts had a spell check option or an autocorrect is ai available for this patent that patent that right now it's like those old have you ever seen one of those movies where like uh instead of a curse word they'll dub it with a non-curse word yeah it's just like something that doesn't make any sense fudge you Kiss my ass caught. No, that no, that's not it. You know what I'm talking about, though. Yes, like those um, TNT would have like the movies. Oh yeah, you like would say. they would it, with commercials, you know, and mm-hmm. they would like <laughs> do like oh pancake. <laughs> Completely. I don't know why I had pancake. Son of a marshmallow. <laughs> yes. This is Thea approved. Actually, no, this is mom approved. Your Thea would approve the actual uncensored yeah, same, version. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess you're you're right. Like I've done a lot of thinking about it, and it's just like I'm just gonna move on. It's not worth being upset over something like that. What does that mean? Move on. What does that mean for you? Move though? on for me. It means I'm not gonna let it upset me like that anymore. It's just like, but uh, that, but that with it not upsetting you, does it? alter the way that you approach the relationship with that person. oh yeah yeah i think it's de- already affected the relationship so when you were bothered it affected it but being oh, yeah. unbothered by choice i don't know i guess i i'm not ready to go there yet yeah yeah <laughs> but i know that for for a fact like i did bring it up and i was like this is not okay you know we don't have enough time for my commentary on this <laughs> But I am glad that you spoke up. I'm glad that you said something. I'm glad that I said something. I'm glad that we're sort of finding uh, a platform to speak up for ourselves. And really, the platform is us. I I am proud of you for sticking up for yourself. Thank you. I'm proud of you as well for doing what you need to do to protect yourself. And because it's hard to do that, especially when it's somebody that is supposed to be protecting you. Yeah. I know it's going to take time to be able to like be able to get to the point where it's like, oh, that doesn't bother me anymore. Hmm. So um, I remember hearing something about holding a grudge. I'm not a grudge holding person. I don't like to hold grudges. Mm-hmm. And wh- what is the line between holding a grudge and just simply not forgetting what that person did to you to yeah. protect yourself to avoid ha- it happen- happening again? Yeah. And ultimately, that's what it comes down to. It's just like, am I, how how do I go about like not letting this person in so much anymore? You know, mm-hmm. like where, where's that line? Yeah. Well, it is kind of scary too, because like in our thirties at this point in our lives, yeah, the people who have, who have been our mentors, influences, guides, all those things, they're no longer those people. Yeah. You know, like it's really hard at our age I don't want to say impossible because some people I think still have those people in their lives at our age, but like being in your mid thirties, it's almost like you, you run out of the consejos 
we've we've outgrown them yeah we we no longer have use for some of the things that they've taught us and now we're like entering new new troubles new whatever adult issues yeah and adult uh, issues as like children of immigrants like that's something that they've never experienced that's very true that's actually a really good point (laughs) children of immigrants reach a certain point where it's just like now we got to do it on our own if anything we have to take care of our parents now yeah and i feel like i've done a lot of that like tiptoeing around them and like being being vigilant about them and i mean i feel like i've always been that way tiptoeing how like not to say something offensive or to make sure you're mexican enough when you're around them probably a little bit of both (laughs) (laughs) it's not the same you're you're taking care of adults now yeah you're not just taking care of them like physically, but also like emotionally catering to their emotions to not offend them, to make them remind them like I am still, I still remember the lessons you taught me, even though the lessons aren't really relevant anymore. Because <laughs> yeah. you don't have kids. Yeah. You don't have kids to pass those lessons on to. And so they're going to be harder on you for it. <laughs> I don't know. This is getting sticky. <laughs> This is making me uncomfortable, but like in a good way, because I, I feel like I'm I've just had a lot of little little revelations, but I'm still yeah. at the very beginning of it, and so I just feel like uh, on any given day I'm gonna wake up like oh my god I don't know what to do I don't know how to feel about myself I don't you know and not be able to like pull myself out of bed and if you have those those days it's okay like you're right it, it is okay for us outside of this though it's very very dangerous and i think that's where i feel i'm lacking the preparedness for yeah is to deal what's outside of the affirmation circle yeah because i i have a really good group of friends now that i've never had before and they have been so supportive they listen they they give really sound commentary like it, it doesn't necessarily have to be advice but they just they make me feel supported, yeah. which is something I, I don't think I really 100% ever felt like I had. I think the closest thing is with my siblings. But even my siblings, you know, siblings, you're going to fight with your siblings. Yeah. Um, but, you know, with this group of friends that I've had, I've worked very hard to consciously and intentionally and strategically <laughs> pick the people who are currently in my life. Yeah. And it feels really great to, to be able to say, like, I don't like the way you make me feel. Mm-hmm. We're breaking up. <laughs> yeah, friend, I think friend. like I can count on one hand the close friends I have. So, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that. It's, me too. I'm very much at peace. Yeah, having to let go of the people who don't make me feel good about myself. Yeah, because without any lessons going forward, the only thing I can take with me <laughs> is is the ability to at least feel feel like I'm still worth being alive. Yeah, being well or being happy. If I don't have those things, if I don't feel rested or at peace, if I don't feel happy, how can I be the things that you taught me to be? Yeah. How can I be loving or generous or kind <laughs> when I'm fucking angry and hurt a lot and I feel insecure about the people in my life? You know, I don't want yeah. to be like that. I want to be a nice tia. I don't want to be a bitter tia. I want to be a drunk tia, but like a happy <laughs> drunk tia, not a depressed drunk tia. A tia on diet smoke. A tia on... I'll take a gummy or two. All the indigenous gomitas. <laughs> so I do have to tell you one side story. <clears throat> my throat's getting dry, so I'm, I'm ready to wrap up soon okay. if you are. Yeah. Um, so my cousin ordered off-brand gummies. No. I was so mad. I was like, why didn't you tell me that you were... Oh, like, no. She, she doesn't. She doesn't smoke. She, mm, she'll, she'll drink sometimes, but uh, she doesn't smoke. She's never had gummies and she's never had any edible in her, in her entire life. Yeah. And, you know, I think the diet smoke ones are what, 10 milligrams? Yeah. Hers are 15, I believe. Okay. And when she told me about it, you know, I got on to her. I'm like, why didn't you try the diet smoke ones? <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to make a difference here. <laughs> she, she, I said, when you take it, do not take the whole thing if you are not used to it mm-hmm. and i gave her you know all the things yeah. don't take it make sure it, don't take the whole thing take a little bitty nibble wait <laughs> an hour and a half at least <laughs> at least if you don't feel anything take another little nibble and stay hydrated <laughs> stay hydrated i said get yourself a lot of snacks just have them out and ready to go 
put on a movie, take a hot shower, relax. <laughs> because once you're on that ride, you are once you're on that roller coaster ride, you are not getting off. <laughs> and if you take too much, it's not gonna be a very fun ride. <laughs> and you might not get back on. Yeah. What is this tonta? That we oh no. No. She took the whole thing on her first try, 15 milligrams for somebody Stop. who's never done any any kind of substance of the sort like this. And she said it was the worst experience of her life. She called my sister. Uh, she works in the medical field as well. And she's like, am I going to die? Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like my heart rate's about to explode. And, you know, she, she's having like a, a very strong reaction to yeah. it. And I said, "Why? First of all, why didn't you call me? Because <laughs> I would have, I would have, I would have taken it with you." <laughs> and then she proceeds to tell me that she had such a bad experience. She threw the whole bag away. Oh my God! Get her some diet smoke samples. She won't do it. She she says she's so shaken up by, and you know, I. I don't know if you've ever had that kind of experience before where you've been In too high. In Colorado went on my honeymoon, yeah. Okay. It's it's hard. I couldn't I couldn't get out. I couldn't get up. Oh yeah. I couldn't I couldn't yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, move. yeah. She she said that she couldn't she was couch locked for a little couch bit. Couch locked too. for sure. But have you ever been beyond that point? Um Yes. Okay. It's where it's I scary. was like, this is how I die. This this is how I die. Yep. This okay. is it. Yeah, that's all I need to hear then. Because yeah, I think everybody who's gotten to that point feels like that at some point. For me, the the, the way that I describe my harshest experience. <laughs> oh, my palms are sweating. So Santos and I were given these uh, gummy strips. We were told they were 10 milligrams each. Oh, Okay. And so I said, let's take them all. You know, like we're, we're a little bit more experienced. We know. We know what it's like. And, oh, you know, no. we're at home. We're not going to go anywhere. <clears throat> so I felt, it felt like it was a safe environment. So we took the whole thing. And he was pushy, but he's like, are you sure? I, I don't think it's a good idea. I'm like, nah! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, be a man! Just be take a it! No, I didn't say that. I, that's not something I say. <clears throat> but I... I, I remember convincing him, let's just take it. It's it's Friday night. What, we what could go wrong? What are we doing tomorrow? <laughs> right? So we take it and he puts on uh, one of the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, no. And it's Why? The, it's the third one. Why? It's the third one, which is the darkest one. <laughs> I take a shower. As I'm in the shower, I start to feel a little bit. I'm like, yeah, this is good. You know, like, and so I, I go and I lay down and uh, we're watching the movie. It gets to a point where it's like starting to get kind of grungy the movie's starting to get a little darker the head the music's a little heavier there's a lot of fire and brimstone literally yeah. like fire lava <laughs> and so i'm starting to get to a point where i feel a little uncomfortable and then i start getting real uncomfortable oh no and if you ever ask santos to tell you the story he tells it so funny he says that at one point i'm laying on the bed and out of nowhere, <clears throat> I shoot up, like, from, like, just from my hips. <laughs> I get up like I'm a fucking exorcist. And he says that I, I shoot up, but I, like, slump over like a dummy. Oh, like no. a dummy doll, you know? Oh, no. And he, he walks over. And he's starting to feel it, too. You know, mm -hmm. he's starting to get a little uncomfortable. I think his tolerance is a little bit higher than mine because he managed to walk. <laughs> so he came and sat next to me. And he's like, are you okay? And I was just, my mouth was just like uncomfortably dry. I hate that. Body is heavy. I'm starting to feel a little anxious and I cannot muster any kind of word. I can't do anything. I'm just concentrating <laughs> on breathing normally. Finally, I, you know, after a minute, he's like, are you, are you, are you okay? <laughs> and I finally, I'm like, I, I think I'm really high. <laughs> <laughs> and it just it, it just went downhill from there i remember he said the rest of the night you were just shuffling around the apartment <laughs> talking about having a panic attack touching your chest over and over again and i'm just i'm just sort of doing a conga line behind you making sure you don't collapse and he just shuffled right along with me and it's true i was just so but the, but the way I, I describe the sensation it feels like you're being like lift it up off the ground and you're just 
Yeah. It's like gradually floating higher and higher. You're like, okay, this is fun. Wow, the city looks beautiful from here. And then you realize like the city starts becoming sort of a little speck of light. And yeah. like, oh shit, the air is getting really thin. And then you get even higher, like, oh my God, it's getting cold. And then you get even higher, like, how do I get down? There's no, there's no exit sign here. That's it. For like 24 hours. That's how you feel. There's no coming down. That's it. And really, the only thing that helped me was um, he shoved a clementine in, in my mouth. He's like, this should help you. And it did. It helped me. But I, we were pretty uncomfortable the whole night. We looked at the packet. We're like, how? That was not 10 milligrams. Oh, no. We looked at it. 83 milligrams for the whole thing for one strip shut up but you know what we looked it up 80 80 to like 150 i don't know that might be wrong but in the 80 range is what terminally ill cancer patients oh take God. to deal with their chemotherapy or to deal with their uh, their pain oh my god <sighs> i'm exhausted telling that story right now so i empathize one hundred percent. If somebody's like, that was a bad experience. Yeah. I know, honey. Oh no, I know. I once made the mistake of going outside with the dogs, and I was feeling, you know, like my legs were a little, like <laughs> I, I almost felt like I just couldn't walk anymore. But I went out there, and it was dark, and I looked up at the sky, and all I could think was like, oh my god, I'm floating away. I'm oh, floating I've away. I've done it before. I stayed outside for three hours while I had guests oh, no. in my house. They thought I left and like no. disappeared. <laughs> Yeah, and you just look at this. Sky yeah, for a long time. Like, don't do that. Yeah, you'll no, get, don't do that. You'll get stuck in space if yeah. you do that. Yeah, don't do that. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> we covered a lot today. We haven't we talked did. in a long time. I know. Yeah, but and we're definitely all over the place. But we, you know what? The people who have commented on our podcast miracu- miraculously have been able to keep up with our crazy <laughs> conversations that are just never quite linear. I feel like we're getting a little bit better. Uh, give us, give us a few more episodes. I think, I think we'll we'll figure it out. Your dias, are working on it. Just don't tell your mom that we suck at podcasts because <laughs> she'll come and cancel us. No, uh, I appreciate this episode a lot because um, I do feel more connected with myself, which makes me feel more confident to connect with my friends. Yeah, and I. I feel like I want to continue to explore that together. Yeah. And it's like so crazy that we've both kind of experienced this trauma over, yeah. The, yeah. over the holidays. Mm-hmm. And it's just, we needed, we needed some space to talk about. Yeah. So I've been going back to, I appreciate the, the, the few little listeners that we have right yeah. now. Because the, the commentary that I've gotten back, super supportive, so kind. So they laugh at what we have to say, I which I appreciate because this is how I handle with my trauma, you know. <laughs> and so I want to thank our listeners so much. If you have somebody who you think would benefit from having a few laughs with two new tias in their life, please recommend. Somebody and, who wouldn't mind our chaotic energy. <laughs> yeah. And if you have a topic that you want us to discuss, your tias are ready to gossip. Join us for the next Quien Quiere Chicle. Because I ran out. I'm all out of chicle today. No, yeah, me too. You know what? We're going to go play golf. <laughs> Ew, on the Switch. Oh, oh okay. That's different. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> anyway, thanks so much for listening. We will see you next time. Ciao. Bye.